Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Remarkable Life Podcast. I am your coach, Karen Gillen, and today we have a live coaching session with Lynn Grogan. She is here to share who knows what, but before we dive into the coaching, will you introduce yourself, please? Of course. Thanks, Karen. Yes, I am Lynn Grogan. I am a life coach. I travel and work out of my RV. We're in Fayetteville, Arkansas right now, and it's just a dream, a little dream life I've created over here. That's amazing. Yes unconventional and fabulous. Yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Beautiful. So what do you think we should coach on today? Okay. I've been thinking about this for weeks because I signed up weeks ago. And I think the thing that would help me the most right now is talking about going from kind of like the mental employee mode into boss mode. So I started my coaching practice in March after many years of working employed as a coach for other people. And then before mm -hmm. that, you know, employed for other businesses along the way. And I find myself um, in a lot of the roles that I had been in before is they were, um, I'm just like a natural problem solver. So a lot of my jobs required me to put out fires mm -hmm. and I love that kind of energy. And I loved it when I worked in restaurants and organizing conferences and being a coach and like leading other coaches. But now I find that the way that I try to motivate myself now that I have my own businesses, the question I ask myself is um, mostly like, how do I set this on fire so that I'm motivated to work on it? <laughs> and I just like, don't really want to be an arsonist and a firefighter in my business. Like it doesn't feel like yeah. that's a way forward. That's going to like sustain me for the long term. So it's like, right. how do I work with the strength of being a good problem solver? but not like overuse it to the point where I'd be cre creating these fires for myself all the time to put out just so I'm motivated to get things done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that most people listening to this can relate. <laughs> I know I can. <laughs> and I think the first thing is like acknowledging the amount of awareness that you have around it, which is really great. So you see this pattern that you're doing and recreating mm -hmm. and recreating, right? So I'm curious about your company culture because you're creating this thing, right? So when we're an employee, we step into someone else's culture. It's a, the company culture that maybe the board or the CEO or whoever created the founder. And so when we move into our own company and a lot of people miss this, we go to work as if we are an employee to who even knows who it's usually the, like mm -hmm. this parental figure in our mind or like the person who we would always do stuff for. So I'm wondering if, if you get this whole new world and you get to create the culture, what would you bring with you? Wow. Like, I have never even thought about that question before. Like I've thought about values, but like, I feel like I've never thought about that in terms of like, as a solopreneur, I just didn't really consider. Yeah. Sorry. There's sounds going on. It's I didn't good. really consider that even as a solopreneur, I create a culture for yeah. like myself to be in. 
mm-hmm. like for whatever reason that kind of like like makes me emotional and I don't know why right but it's like I yeah I'm not sh- I'm not sure why that does but it's like wow that's so cool that I get to create this space for myself and I think that you know starting my own business it was it still felt like a continuation of somebody else that was for someone else. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is for me too. It's for yeah. these amazing clients I get to work with, but it's also for me. And I just, I don't know, culture. That's what that brings to mind. That question is like, yeah, that it gets to be a space that I create. Yeah. I mean, the word that's coming to mind for me is belonging. Mm. Uh, I mean, for so many of us who have decided to go on our own path, we never quite felt like we fit in most places we hung out. Yeah. And if we can create that with the business that we're building, we can build that sense of belonging in. Mm. So how do you build a business where you always fit and not only fit, but where you are called forth, where you thrive, where the best parts of you get to go to work every day? Ah, man, I think I like when I think about it, take a step back. I'm like, I think I'm already starting to do that because yeah. when I, yeah, it's like, because of what I've witnessed throughout, it's like, I know that if I, you know, if somebody presents me with, oh, but I can only meet Tuesday at 7 PM. That's not good to me because mm-hmm. I don't want to work then, you know? Yeah. And so I've set myself up to work three days a week coaching and the rest of the time is up to me. And and that feels really good to have those four days a week where it's up to me. And like, mm-hmm. that feels like belonging to me because there's space for me and there's space in between every client session to think about what we just talked about. And like, there's, I've set it up so that I can slow down mm-hmm. and I don't know if I've really like embraced that part as much, as much as like I've designed it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm hearing that there's a lot of intention in your mm-hmm. culture and there's a lot of thoughtfulness mm-hmm. and space. Do you want to, do you know your values, your top values? Um, I've been playing around with these and um, I don't have them right in front of me, but integrity is definitely one of those like integrity, mm-hmm. like with myself and with my clients and I think with that comes, I think it's like integrity leaning towards honesty and being mm-hmm. honest about, um, how I do business and why I do things the way that I do. Um, I feel like a lot of that I've really learned actually from you is like watching you run business. It's like, oh, you could be like that. You can mm-hmm. say things in that way. Um, connection is one for me, like, and I think with connection, maybe another word underneath that is collaboration. Like how do I work in partnership with my clients? Not as like, I am expert and you are person being coached, but like, you know, that kind of energy, but also with other humans in the world, like, uh, I have my podcast and I bring people on and I let, I let the structure be so like there, but loose. So that way we Mm -hmm. can let some magic happen in there. Um, so that's in there and I am for whatever reason, blocking on the other ones, but it's It's good. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also hearing transparency in what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be, have integrity and be honest to me that says so that I can be transparent. So yeah, 
if I'm living in line with my values, I can always say what I'm doing, trusting that it's coming from a good place or a place that Mm -hmm. I would be aligned with because of your values. I also hear room for magic as Mm -hmm. a culture. Yeah. Which is a really fun um, piece to be aware of and to make sure you never let go unless you choose to. Because I think that's where the energy that I would call problem solving energy doesn't have to be just for problem solving. Like it's the same energy I often feel with brainstorming and like coming up with ideas. And, you know, one of the ideas, like the values I had thought about was novelty and novelty in terms of always bringing like kind of a newness or a freshness into things. And I think that if I move away from the arsonist firefighter mentality, I create space for, okay, well, how could I do those next few episodes of the podcast differently? How could I work with clients differently? How could I, you know, so it's not like I am solving a problem, but I am like adding a freshness or a funness to it mm-hmm. when I'm not spending all that energy doing things that you know, in the way that maybe I would have done it for when I worked with other people. Right. Okay. So some themes that are emerging just from how you live, you've lived in an RV for 10 years, you've moved mm-hmm. around, right. You've lived in another country. You're interested in novelty, freshness, fun, yeah. magic. Like I know, I know unconventionality is in your brand. Yeah. Right. And so it's probably so. going to be a big part of your company culture. Yeah. Right. And so for you, when you're coming in and saying, I kind of need to slough off this employee mindset, you're also saying it's actually time and it's safe for me to slough off convention mm. because employee mindset is yeah. convention. Go ahead. Yeah, that's true because I had even told you earlier in the week, like, wow, I was exposed to hustle energy this week and that didn't feel good <laughs> to me. Yeah. And I think there's, yeah, there's often that convention around business of like, well, this is the way people do things. And, um, and I think like right now I'm kind of still in that mode of looking around and like, how do things get done? And I forget about taking, you know, an hour to go, how do I want to do it? Like mm-hmm. if I didn't need to go immediately Google that thing to figure out how that works, yeah. what would I come up with? And I, I don't know that I have created, um, regular amount of space for that to bring in that kind of magic because mm-hmm. it's so common just to like, Oh, let's just go Google that and see what happens. But I think that's how I end up with, um, down the path of the convention or the, the, what, you know, this is the, this is the size that like I'm going to fit into or this, yeah. this space. What it feels like to me too, is, um, setting fires and firefighting is like swinging from one end of a pendulum to the other. You're way out on the edges leaving space for magic is this really beautiful, boring, low drama kind of middle of the pendulum land. Right. And so you, you swing through it on your way from the fire to the firefighting and on the way back, but Mm. you, the pendulum doesn't sit there and rest. I'm just wondering, yeah, I'm wondering like, Cause oftentimes we're like, oh, I need to stop doing something. So we're like, how do I stop doing this? How do I, and we try to kind of just change behavior, but I'm wondering about how, like, what is the feeling that you have to learn to sit in and enjoy and cultivate to sit in that middle ground where the magic can happen? Um, 
you know, somebody had asked me a good question earlier this year when I was on sabbatical and it was just like, could you just live in the question? Because I think a part of problem solving is finding answers. And so the energy would be like, oh, I don't, I'm exploring many different answers or I'm exploring many different ways. And so I guess, I guess, I mean, that seems to me to be like almost the energy of, of curiosity and um, almost like, like I'm expanding my self-trust because I would say I'm somebody that has a lot of self-trust. Like I'm like, I'm always like, yeah, I can figure this out no matter mm -hmm. what. But I think I've always added a speed to the figure it out. If there's mm -hmm. a problem, I must figure it out very quickly. And right. so it's like, if I know that like I can figure anything out, does it need to be tomorrow? Or could I like put some space in between there for like magic to happen and not be so married to the initial thing that I had figured out? Right. So I also hear like being willing to feel uncertain. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Curious, uncertain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like. I just, I don't know, every week I see like different paths. I'm like, oh, that way is the path of having drama about this. And this way is the path of like probably yeah. being more in the magic or being kind of more settled. And I often like when I can like visualize that path, I'm like, I don't want to go down the path of drama or, mm -hmm. or let's make a note of the drama and go get coached on that and like put it into that bucket. And so, um, yeah, I think part of staying in the uncertainty is kind of just, I don't know. It's like embracing all of it that comes up. It just is not the path of drama or the path of being calm, but it's all the stuff in between. Like it's all yeah. of it. You're going to get all the invitations. It's just, which one do you take? Yeah. 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 Okay. So everything we've kind of talked about, I'm just curious how it plays back to company culture. Like if you were going to step closer to, and I think company culture evolves with us as we get better, it gets better. Mm -hmm. As we get more intentional, it gets more intentional. So if you could take a stab at setting the kind of company culture that you want, even if it's just one thing you know for now, um, and how that would help this fire setting and firefighting <laughs> situation. Yeah. Like if there was a thing for company culture, um, I don't know if this is getting at it exactly, but I really think that there would be more space for like dreaming and imagining in there because when I'm putting things out, it's like very reactive. And so I think, I think I've always lived within somebody else's dream for their business. And so it was very natural for me to just, you know, uh, like forget about that part because I hadn't been used to being in that space. Mm -hmm. of like, oh, what could this look like? And what kind of culture do I want to have and all of that? And so I think that's the part of them realizing in this conversation is that um, I almost, I think I was just like, so like, okay, here's the logistics of starting a business. And I've seen this in other businesses before. So therefore I know that the checklist is, is the part of pause. What, what do I want? What do mm -hmm. I imagine for myself? And like, I often maybe with the figure it out energy, don't think about like things like, um, you know, with the course I'm taking with you, you have the big business checklist and you've had, you have a line item on there that stuck with me for like weeks, which is what do you imagine? Like in terms of education and courses and other things, like what might you want to like set aside money for? And I was like, what? You can just set aside money for fun things that you want to do. And it's not like, 
oh, I have this problem to solve. So therefore I go pay for a course to fix it. Like it kind of like blew my mind a little bit, that part of it, because mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, like you can just yeah. do things that fulfill you. And I know that just seems like very obvious, but I think I've been like so often tying it to um, like, oh, well, that's, that's got to fix a problem. Yeah. And that's right. why I have permission to do X, Y, and Z. Which is sort of like such a good example of why marketing is the way that it is. It's like people buy things when they're in pain, people go mm -hmm. after what the problem is and that's where they're willing to spend their money. But if we have intentionality around our culture for ourselves, for our businesses, for our lives, it's very clear where we're going to spend our money. For me, like I'm not going to spend the money to go to concerts, but I'm always going to spend it to learn something new that I want to learn. Yeah. Right. And, and you can build that in, you can build it into a ridiculous amount that other people would never understand. And it might be the thing that unlocks everything for you. Right. You get to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think like, I always feel like I have to justify it. And I think a lot of people do that. It's just like, well, I have to justify why I want this thing and what mm -hmm. is it for and all of mm -hmm. that. And so it's almost just like, here is, I could bake in money for certain things that need no justification. Mm -hmm. That just is something that I want to do because I want to see what magic happens in my brain or like amongst the brains that I will be putting myself amongst and see what yep. happens. Mm -hmm. And that seems so fun. So fun. Yeah. And such a privilege. Like we get to have these businesses. To me, the the bold move to make is to do it unlike other people have done it. Mm -hmm. Like it's easy to buy a subway. It's not easy, it's expensive to buy a subway franchise, right? And you make the sandwiches exactly how everyone makes the sandwiches. And you can make money doing that. But what we're doing is creating something from scratch, from our minds, from our hearts, from who we are. Mm -hmm. And so we get to drag exactly who we are through the whole process and impact the world in that way. I'm like, have a big smile on my face right now. Cause my very first job was at a subway and I loved it. <laughs> Everybody was like, you would probably do this job if you weren't paid. <laughs> <laughs> what did you love about it? Uh, you know, I, one of the biggest things that I loved in my early jobs was I definitely made it more about people. Like mm -hmm. I loved that my high school geometry teacher came in and he was such, he was like such a quirky fellow and he had the same sandwich every time and he sat at the same spot and he lined everything up perfectly on his desk. And I love that I knew all of that about him and yeah. it felt so personal and private mm -hmm. and like, yeah, and maybe that's why I love coaching, but it was like, there was a structure in place that I could follow and I could follow it really well. And that was fun for me to learn. And then when that was in place, then it was just like, Ooh, what else is it? What else is like, you know, and I would always try to get to know the regulars and I'd always That's imagine the magic. Like, it is the magic. It is. Cause you might be the only person they talk to all day yeah, and you get to have a personal relationship with them. And I think, uh, I think I've always tried to find that in every role that I've ever been in. It's like, what is the little extra stuff here that isn't in like the employee handbook? I'm so glad that I asked you about this job because it's exactly what company culture does. Mm -hmm. And you can do this. You can create your version of Subway in your coaching practice. It's the structure and the values and the like sentences about your culture. Like we always leave room for magic could be a line about your company's culture. Mm -hmm. So it's like, once we have that skeleton of culture built in, then we get to swing around and play and take up all the space and leave all the room for magic that we want. 
It's just like when people are parented really well, they have this really clear structure boundaries that make them feel very safe and they can swing out and do all of the wild things and learn from them and come back and feel safe and do it again. And you get to set that up in this. I, yeah, that resonates with me because it's, I think that's kind of where I've not wanted to be heavy handed. I'm like, I want some structure, but then I also want flexibility. And I think when I go out and try to adopt other people's structures or I listen to things or whatever, it's like, it's an, it starts to be so heavy handed mm-hmm. that it doesn't leave space for anything else. And so, but yeah, I like that idea that it's like, it's the structure in this place I get to come home to knowing that that part's already solved and I don't have to create problems around it. Like that's, that's solved. And so let's go do something new with this. And that could be a great filter question for you as you, and this can take, like, you don't have to go out and do this on Sunday. This mm-hmm. can take a while to get to know your business. But a filter question could be, does this feel like home? Mm-hmm. If there's a rule or an agreement or a construct is to ask, does it feel like home? And if it doesn't, then there's something off about it. And that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Figure something else out. Yeah. 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 Like, does this feel like home? Cause I think we all kind of know if it's we a know. yes or no to that one. So yeah, yeah. that seems easy to yeah. like, not easy, like probably possibly hard to implement, but like an easy check-in. It is an easy check-in and it'll get you into your body, which is always really helpful. Um, it's reminding me of one of my favorite lines of copy that I've ever written is I don't have a cookie cutter approach because I don't have a cookie cutter shape, just like you, Aww. right? It's like, we just can't, yeah. we can't have that many cookie cutters, but what we do have is every time you walk in the door, I get to learn who you are and we can be together with that. It sounds like you have a lot of, a lot of space for a lot of different shape cookie cutters in your business too. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think that's been the part that I've been having fun exploring. It's like, oh, you're not working with some in somebody else's coaching program. Like, what do you get to create? Um, and I, I think if I take away the urgency of like, oh, well, like, let's figure that out now, because then it's going to help with X, Y, and Z. It's just sort of like, I have the flexibility right now to just meander through it and see mm-hmm. what comes up to see what other people say and actually have the capacity to listen. Because I think that's the part that I've been missing out on is like, when I get into that hustle energy, I stop listening and like picking up. Mm-hmm. Cause I love adding things to the soup of my brain and seeing what comes out. And it's like, if there's a rush to it, that's the part, at least of my brain that seems to get shoved out first. Mm-hmm. is like all the influence, like all the fun influences, like the spices that you could add to the soup. You yep. miss out on that part. What I hear you realizing too, is there's a big difference between doing business as a power over, like I will make this happen versus mm-hmm. a partnering with, I am here to partner with my business to do what it's here to do along with what I'm here to do. Like we're in this together. Yeah. And like, however you phrase things a couple minutes ago, it was like, oh, I'm in relationship with my business. My business yeah. is not me. It's something I'm in relationship with. And this is a brand new relationship that I'm learning mm-hmm. how, like how this goes and what, like dancing with it. And, uh, I guess I just hadn't really thought about it. Like, oh, I'm building relationship with this just like I would with another human being. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. 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 That feels good. Good. I would ask you what's your takeaway, but I feel like there might be kind of a slurry of them. 
yeah, <laughs> coming together. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those listen back things. Like usually yeah. in a conversation like this, I would probably take notes and mull over it. And I was like, you know what, this is going to be perfect to listen back in a couple of weeks and yep. like just be in it again. Yeah. You'll be live in three weeks and you can listen. If you need it earlier, they'll let me know. I'll send it to you. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. No, this okay. is very helpful. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this. I think it's, it's a really empowered place to be is mm -hmm. to realize what you're realizing. And that's going to have a I big impact. Yeah. I, it feels empowered. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Well, thanks for being here and showing up and sharing a big juicy topic that um, is really fun to talk about. Likewise. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Lynn, for showing up and showing us what's possible when we leave room for magic. Because what the magic showed her and then us is that we have a lot of choice. And when you're a business owner, when you're a creator, because business is a creative practice, you get to choose how things look, how things work. There are times where it feels like you don't, maybe when you're strapped for cash and you're just trying to make some money. But then there's times where you get to meander about and really decide who is this for? Who am I going to be? How am I going to be in relationship with this change agent, with this business? It's not just money for services. It's so much more than that. Let it be so much more than that. And if you need my help, reach out. I love doing this work with you. All right. Have a great rest of your day. And if I could make one request, it would be for you to leave a little room for magic. And if I could make two requests, the other one would be to go ahead and rate and review the podcast. I want to hear what you're thinking. Thank you. <laughs>